In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents the Betches Brides Podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed, because after all, it's only one day of your life. What up, Betches? Welcome to another episode of our weekly podcast, Betches Brides. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker, and today I have a very special guest with me, co-founder of Betches, Sammy. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Okay. Hey. Hey girl, hey. Okay, so Sammy's on. This is a very sad day because it's okay. Sammy, your uh, your wedding was supposed to be well by the time this airs, like literally yesterday. Yes, it was supposed to be yesterday. I was supposed to be Mrs. Samantha Sage, or perhaps I wasn't supposed to yet be Mrs. <laughs> Samantha Sage because clearly I'm not. So <laughs> oh, God, so of course you know it's it's crazy that we we do this podcast that just brides because everyone's so obsessed with weddings their weddings, being in weddings. And this podcast is entirely dedicated now to something that is such a sore spot for so many people. I mean, what, how many like weddings do you think have been canceled or postponed? Like millions globally? I mean, maybe globally. I don't, I don't know. Cause there's also like, you know, a lot of marriages, um, like outside of America are like arranged marriages, like very short term. So for a lot of those people who might've gotten married in this period, they can't even date. So that is like kind of one of like the harder things. It's like, I think about, yeah, like the wedding got canceled, but like so many, everyone's life is on hold. Um, you know, I have friends who wanted to get pregnant and now they're like, guess it was good that I didn't, but now I have, when can that happen? And like, there's so many things that are just like on hold for people and weddings are unfortunately one of them. Well, first of all, I'm so sorry that, you know, you're in this spot. I've talked with you on this podcast about the wedding before this pandemic and it was, yeah, so it was supposed to be yesterday. Okay, so- It's gonna be a different wedding now. (laughs) So that's what I heard. Okay, so explain to everybody how it came, like how you guys came to the decision to change, well, basically everything. So a lot of people choose to postpone and just keep everything the same. You guys are not doing that, right? Yeah, so our wedding was supposed to be in Florida. Um, we were one of the first people to cancel. Um, there, there are a few reasons for that. One is that I was like hyper paranoid about it. And I was like, I know that this is not going to like work out. So we should just like cancel now. Um, and the second thing was that a lot of Avi's family um, lives in Israel and they were quarantining even before America was. So we kind of saw like where you where it was probably going to end up and that they would like not be able to come even if like by some miracle we could still do it here right um so it was just sort of like okay we have to um cancel and so the plan was to do it in florida um but most of our us live here most of our guests and our families live here or you know in the northeast um except like my mom and a few you know there are a few friends and people down there as well um but then once you know we don't we don't have a date so we don't know when it's going to be our sort of feeling was like okay for the next 
several months, year, years, even potentially. I know. Um, travel, weddings, events, lots of things are going to be interrupted. Um, people are going to be sick. People are going to be taking extra precautions so they don't get sick. Um, finances are going to become, um, you know, problematic or, you know, scary for a lot of people. So, and the idea that we would ask people within the next like year or two or a few months to come to Florida to like celebrate our wedding weekend just seemed like it wasn't going to happen unless we want to like really delay it. Like two or three years. I was going to ask, well, how, like, let's say there's a bride that's listening. That's like, I hell bet. She's like, I'm getting married in Bahamas in Atlantis or whatever. Yeah. Like, you would say like, okay, girl, then maybe three years from now you can get married. Right. I, I would say two to two, two years. Like you could safely, maybe less, maybe less. I don't, right. cause it depends on like the treatment, the vaccines, how like so much of it depends on like how much our country gets in order. Like, yeah. is there a testing regime that people can like trace their contacts so that you can like reasonably go about your life while not being really worried that you're going to get sick. And like, I pay, I'm paying attention to that and like seeing how that's like working out. And it doesn't seem like it's like really working out to the extent that it would need to for like me to, and my friends and family to feel safe. And also like, once we get back to like, nor like, let's say we're looking at a timeline of normalcy, like right. first thing that's going to happen is people are going to return to their jobs. Like kind of back so. that like, don't you also feel like that's even going to be like, like I, I like Sammy. I think I'm full blown agoraphobic, and I'm not using that. Term Me too. Like, oh, I can't. I I can't walk out my front door without having a panic attack. Me too. Me too. I'm fully with you, and I'm like, when people talk about like, oh, we might have to go to like, you know, going back to work. I'm like, eh, not so fast. Like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I'm like, like, we're doing well remotely. We're okay. Like if I feel a afraid to go at the prospect of like having to go to work in my office on the subway with where there's 30 people, the idea that I could have a wedding, it seems outrageous. Like it, right. it seems outrageous. Like the, the, I, at first I was like, Oh, maybe June, maybe like June 28th would be a great wedding day. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> not happening. Okay. Uh -huh, then I was like happening. August and then, <clears throat> and then every day, it sort of like sets in. You hear from like more experts who talk about opening up. You hear about other countries and how their opening up is going. And yeah. it's sort of like, okay, yeah, like I only think it could be in August when I'm like hopefully, hopefully deluding myself a little bit. I know. <laughs> like trying to feel positive about it. And like maybe it can. I don't want to say that it can't. I don't want to say that there can't be like treatments or maybe they will get the testing together or the antibody situation becomes like more clear. Maybe they are able to get it together within 2020. But I'm only basing my feelings off of like how it's, I'm observing it going. Yeah. And like, as of now, my observations don't point to that. So well, I think even Cuomo came out today saying that what they're pushing the date back to May 15th. And it's like, Okay. Like, and then, and then in another week or two, was going to be, well, it's been at the beginning of June. Like that's, that's the trend so far. So. Right. But they don't want to scare people. Clearly. They don't want right. to be like, you can't do anything for six months. Like, <laughs> right. like how, oh. and, but I mean, but you have a lot, like, like, uh, uh, governor, the governor of California said that he doesn't think there's going to be any sporting events or like live events or concerts till 2021. Okay. Yeah. So like if you can't have a sporting event or a live event, how am I going to have a wedding with elderly people right. where like my mom has to fly here and other people, you know, so 
I don't want people to wear masks at the wedding. Like, right. I don't oh, want, God. Like, I don't need to rush this. Like, fortunately, I don't have, like, religious considerations or, like, any – and, like, I'm not dying to have a baby and, like right. – so like it's okay if it gets pushed back. I will say like in terms of the religious considerations, like that's what that's why like Avi and I can't like elope because his parents are like Orthodox Jews, yeah. so they will not stand for like a city hall wedding or like an elopement. Like Question. we have to do the real thing. If if they were okay with that, if they if they, if they were less strict about that, would you get married at city hall or would you? Would, would I mean, you it's do not it? even open, but I know. <laughs> yeah. but what it did. but like maybe we would do like a city hall like ceremony and then maybe do like a like later when we could have a wedding we could do like the religious version and then the party but like then we would at least have been married this whole time but like right we're probably just not gonna get married until that can happen um and we're not setting a date until we feel confident um that the wedding could happen so like i've been telling like my friends and family like honestly we have no idea when it's gonna be I said, like, you'll probably be able to judge when this wedding will be coming up because, like, you'll be attending other things. Like, right. your life will be resuming normalcy. So you're not going to be the first out of the gate is what you're saying. No, no. absolutely not. I'm not trendsetting. Like, I might be the first out of the gate when it's, like, widely acceptable. <laughs> okay. Like, I'll be the first person to do it when it's, like, socially accepted and people feel safe. Right. I don't think I'll be the one to, like, break the barrier right right, Um, right right because i just don't want people to feel like weird at the wedding i I know have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff i have a solution for you newly newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead so newly is a subscription clothing rental service for just 98 dollars a month you can get your choice of any six styles you choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on it's totally up to you there are no parameters you get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands there are no fees there's no late fees no damage fees no fees to pause or cancel so no big deal if you like lose a button uh oh i spill something on it or you just need to take a break they have inclusive sizing all the way up to 5x as well as petite and maternity. You always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BRIDES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BRIDES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code BRIDES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Okay, wait. So, side note. Yes. I, I don't have a date, but I will say I have almost entirely new vendors lined up, okay, a new so, venue. So that's interesting. So you decide to postpone the wedding and you're like, we don't even know what day it's going to be. So before, I want to get to that, but before, how did you feel when you finally came to terms with the fact that you were like, I am not going to get married on my actual wedding day that I expect to get married on? How did you feel? Were you sad? Did you cry? I cried, but I also cried like when I first 
it first occurred to me that we were going to have to cancel, which was the weekend before, like three or four days earlier. I like, it hit me. I was, we were on vacation on our anniversary trip in Colorado and I had like a panic. That was a good vacation. It was a great good pictures. Thank you. It was worth it. It was the last time, like I stepped foot outside of my house. (laughs) I believe you. Yeah. So, so that weekend I had like a panic attack while we were away. Cause I realized I'm like, you're getting headlines like South by Southwest was canceled. Like we started getting all these headlines. It seemed really bad. We, I was like starting to feel like compulsive about the sanitizing. Yeah. And so that I was really upset in like the lead up to canceling. But once we canceled, I felt so much better. I also really? was like that's, sort that's, of delusional. That's good to know. That's yeah. Good I, to was, know, I was, I was a delu- relief. No. Yes. It was a relief, but I was also sort of delusional. I was like, Oh yeah, maybe we could still go on that honeymoon. We have planned. Like, <laughs> Uh-huh. We are going through stages of grief. Delusions or denial is one of them, right? It, yeah. <laughs> and then a few weeks later, I was like, all right, it doesn't look like we're making it to St. Bart's after all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. At least we can laugh through it. So, yeah. so you said, so you're like, we're, we're going to just cancel. We're not even going to postpone because we don't want everyone to have to go to Florida. So you don't yeah. have a date yet, but now you're saying you're going to get married in New York City? In New York City. Oh, wait, I want to say... I had already canceled my honeymoon once. So this was the second oh, honeymoon. <laughs> Bart okay. will be there and better than, ever. <laughs> better than ever. But yeah, so we, so now we're like, we know it's going to be in New York. It's more convenient for everyone. They right. can attend the wedding for five hours instead of like 45 hours. Um, right. And yeah, it's like a less, it's just less burdensome like for everybody. And I will say, <laughs> I actually am liking the way the new wedding is shaping up to be a lot more. So wait, did you just, so I, this is a very personal question, but like, did you just lose so much money? Like by canceling it? Uh, so we'll see. So, okay. My, most of my vendors, except for the venue, um, didn't give me a refund. One vendor I'm using is still, is Brian Marcus. I'm still using Brian Marcus Love um, Brian Marcus in, in New York. So right. I don't have to worry about him, but right. the, but everything the, else like flowers. the tent rental, the, the catering. So I lost like a decent sum of money to be honest. What, can I ask like what percentage of your original budget? Mm-hmm. You don't have to answer. I'm like just- 20%. Okay. I think like this is tw- going to be helpful for other brides. No, cause they're going to be yeah. going through this too. Like around 20%. Okay. Um, but half of the money, so half the money was my money. Half of it was obvious parents money. Right. Um, and we also filed an insurance. We bought an insurance policy the day before this was declared a pandemic. I don't know. We we're still waiting to see if it will get paid. Um, but That's it so may, smart. it may get paid. Um, we'll see. Cause we, Literally, I went on that insurance site a week later, and it was like, we're not issuing any policies. Yeah. So I bought one the day before. Timing is everything. The day before. Well, it's a good thing I'm like panicked. (laughs) Um, So yeah, so we'll see. I can keep you guys posted if that does get paid, if some of it gets paid, but I don't know. Um, Some of, I don't, I don't know if this is like just me and my situation, but like some of the contracts were like not as, uh, tight, tightly, uh, figured out as I would have wanted. Um, like for example, the tent rental doesn't have like an actual contract. Like it's just the invoice. And then there was like 
a few sentences at the bottom where you could sign, but like I never signed, but I paid the deposit. And so like, who knows if insurance will be like, that's not a contract, but like I have all the bank statements and everything. So I sent in all that proof and this has got to fall under an act of God. I mean, right. It doesn't. That's so crazy. Yeah. It does not technically. So now that you're in New York, so you're working with pretty much all new vendors. Yes. So, um, so we've got uh, Brian Marcus, who we love. He's so great and so talented. And then is there a wedding planner that you use that you're still using? Yeah. So I found a new wedding planner. Um, she was my, so I found her because she was my friend's wedding planner. Um, I was a bridesmaid in September and at this, my, is my friend's wedding, it was so well like run. And I, you know, you spend some time with the planner when you're a bridesmaid and we kind of like hit it off and like connected really easily. And I really liked her. And like, I just thought like the wedding was so well like organized. And then weirdly I ran into her, that planner, like at brunch, like a few weeks later. And I was like, Oh my God, like, hi, whatever. Okay. Then I run into her again at the not gala (laughs) And I was like, oh, like I just keep seeing her everywhere. It's so weird. And I actually did have the thought, like, if something ever happens, like she would be my planner. Wow. Because, because I was like, it's so weird. I keep seeing her and like I liked her a lot when I first met her. So I was like, okay, this is like weird. Yeah. Again, it's like it's it's yeah. kismet. It was kind of always in the back of my head, not I also worried. This wasn't, these two things weren't connected at the time, but I was always worried that the wedding would get canceled for some reason. Maybe you're I thought it was going to be a cyber attack. It turns out that it was a pandemic. It's okay. Not, you know, ultimately the results was the same. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so I was always worried that something would happen. It did. Um, spent a lot of hours in therapy talking about it. Of course. But I spent the, hour, the hours before it happened. Wait, so worrying have, about this happening. Oh, oh, so you dealt with it like preemptively. Yeah. So do you it have- It wasn't a waste of time, it turns out. <laughs> it turns out it was great. Um, I, 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 there was some expert on the news recently that was like, your anxiety is actually good. It protects you. And I'm like thinking, I'm like, Sammy's anxiety hasn't protected her long before anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So in my head, I'm like, all right, if anything goes wrong, I don't see a reason why it would. But if it does, like, I'll work with her. So I called her. Like the the next day, right? I was like, or I DM'd her. I was like, "Hi, my wedding's canceled. Can we talk?" Right. Um. So we did. The other piece is that my friend is um the events director at a museum in New York, and oh. um I don't know if I want to like say it because like I just don't want to like jinx it yet. But like whatever, she's the director at a museum. Okay. And literally, like the day after I canceled, she's like come see the museum like just and it's very close to my house so I walked there like this was like the last time I left quarantine to not walk my dog um I like went to go see I went to go see it it was like beautiful and perfect for many reasons um and so I will probably do it there there's not been any like contracts or deposits or anything but like so she works with Kate, like really, really nice caterers, really, really nice, like design people. And they have all been like, so we've been working on like basically planning a new wedding. We just don't have a date for when it'll be, but like, I have a new design proposal. I have a new menu, like all that. Like any pressure from anybody to set the date? Like whether it's like your wedding planner or the actual venue or. Well, people keep asking me and I'm like, what's, I'm like, why would you pick a date if you don't need to pick a date? 
Like I just I don't, like I, I know a lot of brides had to postpone and they had to coordinate vendors and like in that case I would have picked a date because you are like otherwise you're starting over. But like I feel like happy I have the opportunity to start over because now I don't have to like guess. Right. Right. Okay, so speaking of questions, we have a lot of listener questions, a ton. Um, okay. By the way, the Facebook group, if you guys aren't on it yet, you guys have to join it. Betches Brides Facebook group. Um, I'm sure everybody's in a lot of need of support right now. And you're all coming together, congregating together and helping each other out, which is very nice to see on the Betches Brides Facebook group. Um, it's really a community of brides all figure out to Together, like how the fuck to get through this insane time. So definitely, definitely, definitely uh, make sure to be a part of that. And that's where wait, Taylor. As we're from. as we're on this email, as yeah. we're on this recording, I just received an email for a lighting and sound proposal from a vendor. It is wild. New York is so fucking expensive. Oh my god! What, what would but, you say? What, what's the percentage increase from like a Florida to New York? Um, the lighting, well, it's a little different because I was doing the sound package with the DJ and the lighting with the decor and they had not actually priced out the lighting for me yet. Uh, so we'll see. (laughs) Um, but speaking of budget, I actually had like sort of a, a realization, um, throughout this. And that is that I, I I don't want to, I want to, at risk of sounding like insensitive or like very privileged in this comment. Mm-hmm. I want to say that this can apply to someone at like any level of finances. Okay. Um, a, a, a switch I sort of made is that like in the first wedding, I was like very, very like cut everything like so that we can keep the budget down. Like don't, you know, you don't want to spend, like I didn't want to like go to any extras. Right. And this time around my attitude, <laughs> I know this probably doesn't make sense with like there being a recession is like very much like fuck it. Like, I know people give like Corona brides a lot of like shit for like, oh, you're like a whiny brat because your wedding was canceled. It's like, actually, no, like a wedding is one of the most important, happy events that most people will experience in their lives. Yep. And it and like the fact that people downplay it as like, oh, just a party, just a party. It it's I find that to be very difficult to square with like, let's say like right now I think we're all seeing like kind of the, the importance of like life and death and everything and like celebrating things while we're alive. Yeah. So like my, this has translated into me sort of being like, you know what, like I'm putting everything into the celebration that I can financially and otherwise. Like I, I used to be like, who cares? Who cares? It's just like, it's, it's just like a party. You don't need to have like every little thing and like, you don't need to make it. You don't need to do those extras. Uh-huh. Now I'm like, you know what? Life is short. And I want to have this happy moment be as happy as it could possibly be. Um, I and to, like, like I was going to cut my guest list. Now I'm like, no, I'm not cutting the guest list. I'm not cutting people off the guest list when this is the most important moment that well, I can have. Well, I think we're finding out right now, like what we value and what we don't value as much. And I think before this, we valued everything, right? We had to have it all. And I think like, even for me now, like, I'm like, okay, I'm surviving without X, Y, and Z. So that way, I, 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 I understand what you're saying. You've gone from being like, all these other things are important to like, no, this wedding really is important to me. This is a celebration of life. And it's especially juxtaposed against all, I mean, these serious issues. It makes sense that you want to live life to the fullest, essentially. Yeah. And like, I've 
I've lost a lot of family members. So I've had like, I've had in the past five years, three funerals and like three memorial services and shivas and like all this shit has happened to me. Like I've had so many gatherings of friends and family friends and all these people for bad events. And I've literally never had one for a positive event. Like I'm, I don't have a sibling who had a wedding. Like my parents are not, they're not renewing any vows anytime soon. Like there's no babies in my family. Like there's no happy occasions. Like this is the happy occasion for my family. Like, so I just like, to me, I'm giving it everything. I'm not going to take this, this sort of like, it's just a wedding. Like I don't need to like, like, make a big deal about it. Like, no, I'm going to make a big deal about it at this point. You're going to make the biggest deal of it. I like that. Especially when you explain too with your family. I mean, you're doing it for you and you're doing it for Avi, but you're also doing it for your family. Like people need something to be happy about when that time, you know, yeah, whenever that time comes, we need to celebrate. Yeah. So like, I'm not, I I, like, I'm, it's weird. Like because it, it put it in perspective for me and it almost made it more important for a different reason but I understand that reason. I respect that reason. You know, it makes complete sense. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Okay. So questions from the listeners to you specifically, Sammy. Okay. Um, what do you do with your original invitations? That's like a big thing people are wondering about right now. Uh, well, they went out and response cards, Kate, like the response cards were due like right when this happened. So, I mean, keep one for keepsake and I don't know. I know, right? Frame Maybe it frame if you it. want. Right. Yeah. Um, people want to know also how difficult was it to find a new date that worked for the venue? Well, we've established you don't have a date. So it's, but I will difficult. answer that it's very difficult. Yeah. I've seen people like working out like weird charts of like when all their vendors are available and like it's a it's tough. It's like a puzzle and it, you might not be able to have everything that you want and it sucks. Uh, we also had a question about, did you have to take a loss on any of your vendors, which we already discussed. So that yeah. would be a yes, a hard yes. Yes, but we'll keep you posted on the insurance. Um, did you have a specific order of vendors you worked with during the process? Meaning like, I think they're asking like, did you reschedule with the venue first and then the band? That's like, what they're like, asking. The priority. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. but- but I would think that you should probably work with the most expensive and most important ones and work around those and then add in the ones. Yeah. Um, Another question. We picked a new date, but I'm still mourning our original date. Is that normal? Yeah. 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 I get like real, I mean, obviously the wedding date hasn't even passed yet, but like it sucks. Like (laughs) I envisioned this one thing for like so long and it, isn't going to come. And like, it's never going to come. And I, it's really sad. Like it is a big loss. What are you guys going to do on your actual wedding day? Nothing. Like, no, you got to do something. <laughs> I insist. Get really drunk or have like a million hours of sex, something. <laughs> I mean, those are the things like, the, you know, what else are we doing? You know what I mean? Like the thing yeah. about quarantine is like, you can do whatever you want anyway. I know. So I'm already having the best day I, I could have <laughs> any given day. <laughs> I know. The best or worst. Probably just give like, it smoke a lot of weed day. and play Mario Kart. Frankly. I think that's a great idea. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, another question. How did you land on a new date? With the uncertainty. Did not. Did not, yes. But but if you go back to the beginning of the conversation, you can hear my thoughts on the uncertainty and 
maybe not landing a new date if it's possible. Um, how did you tell the invited guests that the plans had changed? Um, I texted like groups of people. I made my mom do a bunch. Avi's family did his side. And the news travels fast when you have Instagram. Yeah. Hopefully no one's showing up. <laughs> Can you imagine? Because I definitely didn't like go down the list and, and think like, oh, did I tell this person? Like, no, I just let them all find out. Um, another question is, is there anything you're changing this time around uh, now that you're replanning the wedding? So The whole like, thing. The entire thing. Even this morning, I was like, I like that dress. I might try to get that one. <laughs> oh, you're going. Girl, you're I'm trying. Go. You're now go. I'm like, well, we're changing the format of the wedding as well. So because it's at this museum, the way the rooms are, uh-huh. um, you do like the ceremony cocktail hour, seated dinner, then dancing. So I'm like now thinking, oh, maybe I could get a second dress, like a real second dress, not like a after party dress. Like, I like it. Do I think I'm just like the effect that this has had is like, I'm like, where can I make it better in every area? And yeah. Um, and then a question was, do you have advice on convincing a friend to move a big destination wedding planned for June? The wedding party and guests feel unsafe, but the bride thinks it's fine. She's in denial. My advice is wait for her to figure it out because she will. Like, she will. She will. Like, I'm sorry she just hasn't accepted the, the situation, but there's not going to be a destination wedding in June. And if she wants there to be one, she might be celebrating it very, very alone. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say that. I'm sorry. So we have a Facebook debate of the week. So you guys, like I said, if you want to participate in these wedding debates, join our Betches Brides Facebook group. It's awesome. It's a great support system. And also you get to hear all these crazy stories and weigh in on them. So this one is from Alex. Okay. So she said, all right, guys, I need some opinions. My wedding isn't until September, 2020. And originally I wasn't worried about it, but now I'm getting worried. Even if I were quote unquote allowed to have the wedding, that we plan for, I'm worried about people's mental state, how they will feel. I come from a family that's always hugging and touching, and I'm so afraid that the guests will be afraid to be close to one another. I would absolutely hate it if that was the atmosphere. I'm at a loss as what I should do. Should I postpone until September 2021 and hope that people will be less scared around each other by then or just keep September 2020? Help! So, I mean, it's hard because some days I'm like, yeah, my wedding is going to be in September 2020. And sometimes I'm like, actually more like the next year. Right. Um, so, she's, so she's in one of those situations where I, you had these in the beginning where they were like the people on the cusp who like, those are, the, that, that's the cusp people got even more screwed than like me because, because they didn't have time to make a decision. If your wedding was like March 17th or whatever. Right. You did not have time to make a decision because on Thursday, that's when quarantine basically began, like two days earlier. So you were having your wedding. I know people, I know someone who went to a wedding that weekend and got coronavirus. So yeah. And I actually think like one of the parents did too. Um, But it's, yeah, I feel her. I think she should wait till July and then decide. Okay, July, and then make the decision. Because in July, time. you'll in July you'll know where things are then, and chances are September will be a like a continuation of the trend from the end of July. That's how. That's at least how I'm looking at it. Because like I think that you can probably see like at least a month ahead. 
in these times. Like you can right. be like, okay, like the, based on where we are now and where the numbers are headed and where like the circumstances are headed and how like easy it is for people to get tests and like, are people wearing masks and stuff? Like, are they going to work? You can see where it'll be in a few weeks, but you can't see where it'll be in like three months. Right. So yeah, I think she should wait till like the end of July and then decide. And then what's like just your general opinion on destination weddings in terms of postponement? I, mm, it depends. Like, I think that it's risky because you're adding in another variable. So domestic is risky. What about international? Both incredibly risky, both equally risky. And the reason is because the response, unless you're having it in South Korea, the response like internationally and even within America has been so vastly different. And right now, right now, everyone has a stay at home order, but we're about to like enter a period where like some people want to quote unquote open the economy. And some people are like, I'm terrified to leave my house. I'm not going anywhere. So you're going to have some States that are like continuing these stay at home orders. And you're going to have some States that are not. And then you're going to get more infections in the places where it's not. So like, let's say your wedding's in Florida or in like New Orleans or one of these places, like let's say they don't have a stay at home order and like your state does everyone flying from New York to Florida is not safe just because it's safe in New York. Right. 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 I think that like cool it on the destination weddings for the next two years, because you're adding in a variable that like can't that you're, you're basically, you're asking people to fly, which is like its own like step in the recovery when people start getting on planes. Yeah. Then you're like, you don't know what that destination virus situation will be like. You don't know what your situation will be like. Maybe that state won't allow visitors because they, because would they have different like levels of stay at home order? Like, yeah, I mean, remember what, uh, what Rhode Island was doing in the beginning of this, they were going to like quarantine anybody with a New York and I, my parents are in Boston. So we, we almost drove to my parents. Thank God we did it. What if we got pulled over? What if we stopped for like gas? And then we've got quarantined. Oh my yeah. God. It's like risky. Like you're, you're adding in new levels of risk that like don't, that aren't helpful. Right. Pretty much. Yep. Dude, these times are fucking nuts. I know. So, and like the other sad part is that like, we all want to have our wedding as soon as possible. Not just because like we want to get married, but like, this is a dangerous time. Like we all have elderly family members. I know. I I don't, I hope that everyone makes it to the wedding. Like that's like why my perspective on it has changed because like if everyone does, like I'll just be so happy to have like this night to celebrate with like all the people who matter to us. And it takes on like an even more special feeling. I think after we all couldn't be together for who knows how long. I know. Sammy, I really honestly, thank you for joining us. I feel like you have such a good perspective on all of this. Like it's very hopeful, but also very realistic. Do you know what I'm saying? Thank you. I'm trying. Like I keep just trying to tell myself like it could, it could be better than you think. Yeah. Silver lining, right? Yeah. Um, you, well, Sammy, will you keep us posted on your date and also on the insurance, please? Everything. Okay. You'll all know. And you guys, of course, can follow Sammy on Instagram at Sammy. S-A-M-I. And also, guys, we have a newsletter. So um, especially during these crazy times, you know, we've got the Facebook group, but also the newsletter. We just launched it. And uh, just helpful tips on, you know, 
basically, if you saw something on Pinterest, is it trendy or is it tacky? Dealing with in-laws, planning hacks, so much more. Um, basically, consider this newsletter the best gift that wasn't on your registry. Subscribe now so you don't miss out. Betches.co slash brides newsletter. Sammy, girl, thank you for making me laugh. <laughs> thank you. Taylor, You're- we're going to get to do double the amount of episodes now. So <laughs> I, I know. I'm happy about it. I love doing podcasts with you. That was all, look, now we get to have four years of wedding planning potentially. <laughs> like, could it be better? No, it truly, truly couldn't. So be much perpetual Betches Bride. Content, content is coming out of our asses. We, I love it. Yeah, I did it for the content. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy, you are the best girl, and uh, I'm going to get drunk for you on your wedding day. Thank you. Thank I you. I will. Uh, you guys, that's it for us this week. Again, Sammy, thank you so much for joining. We'll be back next week with another amazing episode of Betches Brides. And make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Bye, guys. Batches.